Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. gathered all of us here yes. through him. Without him there will be no gathering here this time. Uh, so if we say God have done it who did he used to do it? So we we only give thanks to God and we forget the one that God used to do everything. And then it's a, it's a mistake. So whatever God does he does them through human beings. And when we use silver to cook soup, what do we do? We clean it to say thank you to the silver so that we, it can be available for the next use. Hallelujah. In God's house, we must not only say God did it and then Cover, we, we just close the source and we don't point to the source where God did the thing from. Uh-huh. God did it, God gave it to me, and it's finished. Uh-huh. But God always do things through human beings, and we must always appreciate those people. So we thank God for Apostle Kinsley IJ Gossin. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Wonderful. Apostle, we salute you. God bless you. For the powerful way. Wow. Amen. God bless you. Please, you can take your seat. And I think this is the second time we have met me and apostle this is the second time but the person i know pa is yabibi 
Hallelujah. As for her, I knew her. And then Perry. Perry was doing our open prayer, leading prayers, everything. And the guy was becoming very active. Yeah. So they are the two people I know. And then when I had a message from Apostle, I cross-check it from his junior brother, Pele. And I said, do you know this person? He says, my brother. I said, what do you think about him? <laughs> yeah, like he said, nowadays, it's very dangerous when it comes to the things of God. And you have to choose your association and connections carefully or else you get it wrong. Yeah. Because another pastor will be here and say, do you know me? They say, no. Have you seen me anywhere in church? He said, no. And yet he has brought people to sit here. And he's coming to use them for the miracles. And yet nobody knows them in the church. They are strange people. But they too came to program. And the pastor brought them. Yeah. So, if you don't become careful about inviting pastors, you can't grow any church in this modern days. Uh, they will come and scatter everything and try to prove they are powerful. And yet they fake everything. And they can go to a standoff. You can invite them from Kumasi, they can bring their people here before they will come. And uh, they will come and use them. Uh -huh. So, you don't just get up and go to places. Uh, it's very, very dangerous. And there are people who watches you the places in the places you go. And if they, they see you associating with wrong people, they will disconnect their connections with you. Uh, they don't want to come and support the names they have built for many, many years uh, by keeping wrong people. Yeah, so you don't just get up and go to places. So I asked Perry, what do you think about your brother? And he said, Pastor, as for my brother, I can put my life on the line. He's a genuine man of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I said, okay, if you can put your life on the line, then we too can believe him. Hallelujah. And so let's cry for ya, baby. Uh -huh. Yeah. She, she hasn't changed. She's the same yesterday, today, and forever. <laughs> the face is the same thing. Uh -huh. He's growing and he's not changing. <laughs> wow. Okay, so we thank everyone. It has been a hectic week for me from Monday to today. One week, 16 years anniversary from Monday to today. Me, only me. Throughout. And Friday, it was an all night, through the whole night. And today, we closed church. We went to Achimota. And from there, we are here. So, 
see, the truth of the matter is that if it was only apostle, I may have not come because I didn't know him. And when he came, he saw our program the whole week, 16 years anniversary. But because of Perry, and I, I didn't want him to think maybe I didn't want to come. So you see, there is a time you are the bishop and you get something because of your follower. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh -huh. So that is why at least after everything, we are also here and we are believing God for God to touch us. Uh -huh. So God has brought us to seven years and at least for 16 years we have seen few things and we can share with you hallelujah yeah ministry and church is difficult and God is not with you you can't do it for a long time ministry can break you down it's like a football we see football making people but at the same time, football is breaking people down. Some break their bone and they are not able to wear shoe again in their lifetime. And football didn't give them anything. And yet it's making others. Uh -huh. So what breaks others down makes others better people. So I pray as you have come here, may God use this place to build you up. Hallelujah. And the way you are responding and you are already active, you will not make me struggle. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Because there is another church, you have to start the church. You start them to be on. Before you can find your feet standing, they put heaviness on you. And the way they say they are aiming, and the way they respond, it put the press on you. And they destroy your anointing and everything. And all that you say is that, Lord, help me get away from this place. But the way you are already charged and ready. Hallelujah. It's wonderful. Okay, so once again, Apostle, we thank you for bringing us here. Okay, so we go straight to business. Yeah, I believe in preaching. God didn't come, God didn't call anybody to come and prophesy. God called everybody to come and preach about him before any other thing. So every minister must be able to preach. Because we are all called to preach about Jesus Christ. So, so that is the first purpose of God of calling everybody. So there is no ministry that you don't need to preach in that ministry. So don't assess people that come here. 
because of another thing, assess them by their ability to preach. Huh? So the prophets are called to preach. The apostles are called to preach before any other thing. So if you can't preach, huh, you can prophesy to the people, but you can't prophesy to God. So therefore you are working for the people and you are work, not working for God. The work we do for God is his word we preach for him to the people. Yeah. So you have to get the things balanced. Uh -huh. So I saw your pastor's team and I say, This man, what is the problem? I said, This man, I said, This man, I Assessing God's mind for destiny manifestation and age. What a shock. What a shock. And I checked the whole thing. And I said, this thing, I can put all together to preach about it. So let me take part of it. And leave the rest for him. <laughs> because when I look at the whole thing, I get about four teams from the one team there. So let me break, let me break the team down for how I see it. Assessing God's mind is a complete team. Assessing God's mind. It's a complete team. And then destiny is also a complete team. Manifestation alone is a complete team. Fruitfulness is a complete team. So there are four teams put together. Heard what I said. God's mind is a full sentence. Destiny is a full sentence. Manifestation is a full sentence. And fruitfulness is a whole institution of itself. Uh -huh. So when I look at it, if I put all together, it will weigh me. By the time I finish assessing, and come to God's mind, and comes to destiny, and comes to manifestation, and come to fruitfulness. It will be 12 a.m. So, it's a huge thing put together. So, I have taken assessing God's mind out of the team. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. That is the angle I am coming from. Assessing God's mind. And that is a powerful thing. Assessing God's mind. Yeah. As for God's mind is there. 
But the issue is to assess it. God's mind has been there from the beginning of creation. But the problem is for us to assess that mind. So that is what there is a mind of God concerning this church. And there is a mind of God concerning individuals in the church. And any one of us who will be blessed to assess that thing for ourselves, that is when we will see the manifestations of the Lord. Immediately you assess God's mind, you will see God manifesting himself. So we have to understand that. So assessing God's mind. What is the word assessing or the word assess? Assess is ability to make use of something. The thing is already there. God's mind is already there. But to assess it, you need certain kind of ability to have access with it so that the thing can profit you. Okay. Because of the way you are making the place so active, I've forgotten having prayed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because sometimes it's when you are you are you are weighing down you are weighed down then you say let me pray so that God help me lift the weight down so I forgot it. You, you saw I was, I was just going on to preach so father we thank you bless you today is my first day in this place I pray the grace that you have helped us with for 16 years. I pray your grace will manifest in our midst. That the Holy Ghost will be upon us. I pray that you reveal your mind towards this church. And you reveal your mind towards the individuals present here. Let us assess the mind of God for our lives. And at the end of the day, let this meeting be a blessing. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We take charge of the atmosphere. And we pray for the presence of God to spread. And let there be signs and let there be wonders. We thank you, Holy Ghost, for what you have done. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. And let the church respond with a better amen. amen. Wonderful. Hallelujah. And I believe and hope that you have finishing, you have beginning and finishing anointing so that your anointing I'm seeing will not be just a beginning anointing. And you begin to fall apart on the way going. And then I go with a message. They have beginning anointing and lack finishing anointing. Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end and the author and the finisher. So the God we serve, he always addresses the beginning and the end. He has ability to start everything and always have ability to finish it. So don't let your strength go down as we progress in the service. So you know, if, if I, have, I haven't said that, you don't know I am, uh, I am checking all of you. That if you can if you can finish what you have started, <laughs> we seem to have ability to start, but we lack the ability to finish. 
to be able to say it is finished. How many in the Bible said it is finished? Even Elijah couldn't say that. So you can be the greatest here and say you cannot finish it. Uh-huh. Okay. So assessing God's mind. What is assessing or assess? Ability to make use of something when the thing is there. How do you assess your car? It's your ability to start the car. And ability to understand drive or reverse. And then that is how you assess the car. And you may have a car and somebody is dying in your house. And the car is full of life. And there is petrol everything. And somebody is dying. And yet you can't assess the car. Why? You lack ability to assess the car. For the car to move you to your destination. Yeah. So ability to make use of something. And then access also means to be able to use, to be able to use something, to be able to enter something or get near to something. If you don't get near to this pillar, you can't touch it. Touching it is the access. So you can stand here and there is a pillar and your eye is turning and the pillar can help you stand. Because you can put your weight on the pillar. And until you get close to this pillar, your body cannot lean on the pillar for the pillar to support you. So, ability to use something is when you have access with the thing. If you don't have access with it, you can use it. Uh -huh. So, you have to understand, to be able to use something, to be able to enter something, to be able to get near to something, is access okay? So that is the team assessing God's mind, and then when you say the word access, so I come with this direction. How do we assess it? Because as for the man of God, is there from the before the earth started, the mind of God has been always there. But the issue is, how do we assess it? How do we assess the mind of God? Then I said, the only way you can assess God's mind is through the Holy Spirit. This is a new, this is a, a New Testament era. And this time, nothing can be done without the person of the Holy Spirit in this new generation Christianity. The Spirit of God is everything. And there is no way to access God's mind by ignoring the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is the only way to access. You see this door. is the only way to access the church. You can try to use the windows, but you see the windows block. So you can come here and, uh, and the thing will stop you. But when you try to use this place, it will bring you and you access the hall here. So any other means we try to access God's mind 
is not going to work. We only access it through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that helps us to access God's mind. He is the door into God's mind. I like that. Holy Spirit is the door into God's mind. Kadabahaya. The same way this door is the way to this hall and this church. That is the only available way. So you have to understand that you can't use anything to access God's mind except through the Holy Spirit. So we get that key. We want to access. So now I have provided a solution to my team so that you don't come and ask, how do I access the mind of God? I have already given you the solution. You can access it through the Holy Spirit. So I've given you a solution right there. If you want to know anything from God about yourself, look for the Holy Spirit. He will direct you to have access with God's mind. And I pray today the Holy Spirit will direct somebody into God's mind. And by that mind of God for you, you change your life forever. Okay. So with that, with that, we take our scripture and if I have somebody who can help me read. Okay. So we take our scripture from the first Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 to 12. And like I said, we have to be running with time. We close by seven. Minyan shall see you by five. I cut two hours. I can use all the two hours to preach. <laughs> so we have to be. That is why I didn't take all the team. Because I'll be explaining them one after the other. So we have to move quick. So now we are explaining why the Holy Spirit is the way into God's mind through the scriptures. So 1 Corinthians 2 9 to 12 and then if time will also not permit us I just want us to read through it so that we have and then we'll come to the 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17. So if the reader but as it is written I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Aha. Uh -huh. God has prepared for those who, who what? Who, who love loves him. him. So, loving God is another way to assess God's mind. Why? God's plan and purpose is reserved for those who love him. So, what is God's mind for me? God's mind for you is what eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, what has not entered into anybody's heart. So, your car, have you seen your car or not? You have seen your car. You, you drove it here. So, that is not God's mind for you anymore. Because you have seen it already. You have gotten it already. 
Is it not a good place to grab? Hey, Yakadabo see attire. As this place, I can see this is a new place. But according to this scripture, this place is no more the man of God for this church. Why? You can see the pillars. You can see the flow and the fines. And then is no more the mind of God. Because what eyes have not seen, but I can see this church is this one. I can see the pillars. So eyes have seen it. Yes, I've heard this place. So it's no more the mind of God. The mind of God for this church is what this church has not done yet. Can I be preaching? Mayado So you stop behaving like, yes, this is God's mind. We are here. This is a new place. We are in, the, in town. This is what God promised us. God promised you. But your eyes have seen it. So you move to the next one that eyes haven't seen. Ears haven't heard. Which has not entered into the heart of any man. What a shock. So we have to understand that. And that is the reason why Christians always celebrating and celebrate their past. And everything we mention points to the past. Not even in the present. The Lord has been good. Why? Ten years ago, the Lord gave me a visa. Ten years ago. But the Lord said, my purpose and my mind for you is the things your eyes have not seen. And you saw this thing 10 years ago. And 10 years has passed by. And you are still behind time in the past for 10 years. What you saw 10 years cannot be the purpose of God today. Kadaba higher. So therefore the purpose of God is progressive. This place was the purpose of God when we were not here. But today he has brought us here. He has another plan. Hallelujah. Not only another plan. He has another place. Another church building. I feel like preaching. When you don't understand the scriptures, you stay in the past. Why God keep moving and doing new things every day? Kadaba higher. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. So, everybody must understand. I'm just reading my scriptures. I'm not preaching. Just reading scriptures. All the scriptures are brought. The one that we started reading, we haven't read two lines. Eh? So if I don't stop the preaching, we can't do anything. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I'm not, me, I don't know. I'm not a prophet. I'm not a, a preacher. And I do everything. Wow. 
Because you can't, you can't position me as a prophet because I will preach above your understanding. And many prophets will say, shout, 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 shout. But they cannot bring mature word with understanding. lot of statements now and any one of them that you are picking is going to change your life amen i believe it yes, if you didn't hear anything i said when this place was in the spirit and the church was not here it was one of the man of god for the church but today that our eyes have seen this place and our ears have heard it it's no more the man of god in the future for us and as we are all gathering here, there is a place God is busy preparing for this church. Why? What eyes have not seen? What ears have not heard? What has not entered into any man's heart? Is the things that God has prepared. But don't get it wrong. Don't get it wrong. He has not prepared it for everybody. He has prepared it only for those who love him. I heard a word in my spirit. It's not a common word I use. He said that is when God shortlists everything. God shortlists everything. Why? Everybody will rush for what eyes have not seen. What ears have not heard. What has not entered into anybody's heart. And everybody said, Lord, I want what eyes have not seen. And God said, all of you come. And uh, when you come, he said, those of you who love me, left. And those who doesn't left me, who doesn't love me, right. And then God shortlisted the group. So it's not for everybody. It's for those who love God. Those who love God are those who access the mind of God for their life. Uh -huh. So don't get it wrong. Because we may be shouting and screaming. What eyes have not seen? Hey, I receive. But the thing is clear. To those who love God. It's like Jesus saying. Anybody who have not seen before throw their first stone. Everybody came with a stone. And when he shortlisted the thing, and he said, you can throw the stone no matter how heavier your stone is. But go back in the past, since you are born to today, you are standing here and assess your own self. If you haven't done wrong before, be the first to cast the stone. And what happened? And Jesus will bow down writing and this one said, Chalimiko. <laughs> and the other one said, Chalimiko. I said, no, 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 no. And by the, time, by the time he lifted his eyes, he didn't suck them. They sucked themselves because they couldn't belong to the group of people who haven't done wrong before. So there is something we will say it in general. But the thing is clear. You must love God. 
to access his mind. Not like I want to have it. And God said, as for this one, I only give it to those who love me. And if you don't understand that, any party that comes to power, they have something reserved for party faithfuls. And it doesn't matter how genuine contractor you are. You are wasting your time with all your powerful documentation. It will not get anywhere. And they will not give you gutter contracts. If the fat party faithful will construct the road and the next rain will wash it away, they will still give it to them. Why? They are those who love the party. And supported them when they were in opposition. When they were in opposition, where were you? So it's like that everywhere. Huh? When people love something, they get the best out of that thing. Huh? Yeah. Why do we give more to our wives than our mothers? And don't pretend you don't do that. You put your wife shop money and count it if it's if it's up to. And yet you haven't put in shop money anywhere for your mother. <laughs> what is it that separates the wife from the mothers? Love. Mm. When the wife do some things. The men forget about their mothers. They are preaching good. Yeah. We love this message. And that is the truth. How many men buy a car for their mother first before their wife? <laughs> Why? It's because of the love issue. Uh -huh. The mothers are good. The wives do things the mothers cannot do. So, God has a reserve blessings for those who love him. And if you don't love him, no matter how many hours you pray, you cannot accept that kind of God's blessings in your life. It's only reserved for those who love him. You can pray, you can sing, you can do everything. There are things God will say, this one is not that important to me. So I can give it to you. You can have this one. But certain things from God, it goes to only people who love him. So when you assess the mind of God through the Holy Spirit, then you allow for God who help you to make impact with the mind of God for your life. So many, of, many people have assessed the mind of God, but it's not working. Why? They don't love God. Huh? And many people can say, God showed me this thing. God showed it to me. God said it. Why is it not working? Because you don't love God. And certain things only happen to those who love God. So everybody must have this understanding. God speaking to you is not the whole package. 
And that is why the prophets must learn how to preach. Or ask very soon, they will call you false prophet. Why? Because everything you tell them will fail. And when it fails, because we fear God, we don't say God is false God. Because as for God, we fear him. So the mouthpiece he used is the one that will be in trouble. Huh. Have you seen anything going wrong and the people leave him and be attack God? No, 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 no. The vehicle God used will be attacked. And immediately we finish attacking the people. We sing songs and praise God and worship him. So it's a very serious thing when you keep prophesying and nothing keep happening. What do you think will happen? You, you lose everything. Because these church members, we see them in the spirit like that. They can talk to. When they come from the spirit, they do a lot of talking. Uh -huh. And they will be talking. Hey, since God said this. <laughs> Since God said that, <laughs> since God mentioned that, and then it will become the issue in the church. So prophesying is not the problem, but the outcome of the prophecy. But when God allows people to assess his mind for themselves, and the people doesn't love God, God doesn't become committed to whatever he promised them. Is it that to make God profit for, from his mind towards you? Is your love for him? We think God is a waster. Preaching <laughs> Making me preach yes. outside my preaching. Wow. We are ready. Because that day we are reading, you know, we haven't even started reading the whole thing. You know. But the people have gotten me on. Hey, let, let, let's, let's try and finish the reading there. <laughs> let's read. Because I see I'm preaching seriously, but what I came with, you no, know, it's like I've left it. So let's finish the verse, scriptures. Verse 10. Uh -huh. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. God revealed his mind to us through his what? Spirit. Through his own spirit. Then one can assess his mind. Mm. Not spirit to his spirit. Your car, his car, his spirit. Mm. The spirit belongs to him. Amen. And it's only the spirit that can assess his mind. 
For the spirit searches all things. For yes. the spirit searches all what? Things. Wow. Yes, the deep things of God. The deep things of God is the mind of God. And yet the spirit has ability to search the deep things of God and reveal it to individuals, to churches. So the church is here. But if God realizes the church does not love him, the church movement will be slow. Why? God is not interested only about the welfare of the pastor. The church must showcase its love towards God. And I'm not talking as a theo theologian. Talking about what I don't know. We have been in this thing for 16 years. And whereas I was coming, when I was talking to Perry about this program, and I, I asked him about Achimata, and he said, oh, I was there, but it hasn't started. And I said, okay, we are coming from Achimota. And listen, God's plan for every man is different. His mind towards you is different. Towards this one is different. You may be twins. And if you have forgotten your Bible, Esau and Jacob, they came to this world the same day. And yet God's mind towards the two wasn't relating in any way. Different mind of God towards twins who were born in a day. They had the same mother, the same father, but their destiny never related. So you must get it right. You can be 10 pastors here, but there is nothing common between any two of you as long as God is concerned. Ah, something is something is forcing me. Listen. And let me tell you, where you will be told to sit must never undermine you in the church. They can bring others to sit here and they can put you as a pastor to stand there as a washer. Certain arrangement has nothing to do with God's plan. And don't get swelling head because they make you sit in a nice place in the church. So that you become loose and think where you sit will tell where you are going. I'm talking as a practical man. God's mind, the church can position you as an washer and you are a servant or a woman of God before God. And through that washering, God's purpose will pick you and celebrate and separate you. And there can be a day the one that were pastors in the church will come to see you and you are a better pastor than them. Why? God's mind for you was in ministry but the church they looked at the outward and said you don't look at the pastor. You look like what shall go and stand there. And yet it does not change God's mind. Where you stand in the church, where you sit, the group they put you in will never change anything about God's mind. You may be a gospel star, but they will make you a backer, not a leading singer here. 
that that will never change God's mind for your life. God will bring you from the backside of the desert. Yeah? And as long as his mind is concerned, you will be a God's poster on the TVs. Yeah? Your voice will be on the radio. And you are choir master. Nobody knows him. You can be the choir master. It does not mean you have the greater destiny in the choir. Where is president's teacher who taught him in school? Where is he? What is the name? So the church must move from theory to practicals. You can teach somebody greater than you. You can pastor somebody greater than you. Kadaba kudaba haya. Somebody greater than you can become your driver. And calling him driver will change nothing. And when God's time comes, the driver will rise to his position. May somebody assess the mind of the Lord. And wherever life has placed you, may the mind of God take you from that place. And may the mind of the Lord position you well. Wherever you belong in life, let the mind of the Lord bring you to that place. In the name of the Lord Jesus. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit suggests all things. Yes, the deep things of God. The spirit. When we come here, the spirit searches through us. Mayado Koshaya and said, You are the greatest. Everybody will be great. But we must understand. Some were given five, others were given two, others were given one. According to what? According to the mind of God. <laughs> so, somebody will argue he didn't say according to the mind of God he said according to their several abilities who gave them the abilities who gave them the abilities some have gone to the school you attended but their grammar is still a challenge and yet, they pass through the same thing you went through. Yeah. So where did you get the ability from? It's the Lord. Why do you think made Professor Zuma Nessin went into boxing? He realized his raw ability from God. And then he went to boxing to develop it to become whoever he has become. But if he hasn't seen anything natural, he will never be motivated to go into boxing. Huh? encourage him to go there. But he was born with something natural before he came to develop it. Why are people convinced to go into things? when they identify one or two things about them, naturally, before they think about developing the thing. 
So God is the one that gives us ability and we develop it. Kadaba sudaba higher. So I pray that God will help all of us. Ah, I say I pray God will help all of us. Amen. And I pray we will develop love for God. Amen. So that God's mind for us, which eyes have been seen and ears have been heard, which has not entered into anybody's heart. God will be ready and willing yes. to do those things in our lives. So how do we assess the mind of God? The spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. So the spirit is what searches through the mind of God. And then he will know the mind of God for you. He will know the mind of God for you. And that is why as a pastor and not a theologian who teaches what I don't understand and what I don't practice. Huh? They teach you Bible school. And a lot of the people that teaches, they don't understand what they are talking about. The cheapest thing on earth is talking. And if you don't understand, who gets up in a day without being sick or dumb and doesn't speak? But many sleep empty stomach. They don't eat and they sleep because there is no money. Many are in Accra. They sleep in light off because the light will cost money. But those who cannot pay for light pay and sleep in darkness, they are those who talk more and plenty. <laughs> Why? The light will demand money. The talking will cost them nothing. So therefore, talking is cheap and is free. That is why everybody is talking. But if you put bay, you put a meter on the talking and put bay on it, many will go dumb. And they will start mm, mm. So that the meter will not be running for the bay to go high. So when it comes to talking, everybody can talk. Mayadaba sodaba higher. But when it comes to assessing the mind of God for your life, Kadaba Haya, what makes you strange to people is the day you walk into the mind of God concerning your life. That is why they don't understand. You eat with them. You sleep with them. You spend the whole day with them. But when it comes to the mind of God concerning you, you make the difference. And they figure you out and they don't understand. Is it not the same person I was just eating with? Is it not the same person that we were fighting as kids? And why is he doing things we cannot do? He has access the mind of God for himself and for herself. And that thing is separating him from the rest. What separates us? Ragada Bahaya. Verse 11. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? What? Except the spirit of the man which is in him. That is the only thing that knows his mind. 
Na Yakuma. Epe de nim de wey tim. Ha, ya yi enim fefefe. Da semu ewo bitiri mo no. Wow, you shock. So nobody through any means can access the mind of God except God himself. Amen. Aha. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Even what? So. Even so, no one knows what? The things of God. Except, except what? The Spirit of God. Simple as that. Mm. Nobody human being. And this is why we have a challenge. When God blesses pastors and they come with a big church and they come with big monies and they want to read meaning to everything in the kingdom of God. And when they don't understand, it doesn't come from God. But understand this thing. He said, my ways are not your ways and your thoughts are not my thoughts. And as the heavens higher than the earth, so my ways and my thoughts higher than your ways and your thoughts. And that scripture implies and involves the Pope. The mind of the Pope is far away from the mind of God. And the mind of every archbishop is far away from the mind of God. And the mind of every pastor is far away from the mind of God. So God revealed his mind to the pastors through his spirit. So there are a lot you don't understand. And yet is the exact mind of God for a particular person. Mayakuda Bahaya. Maybe let there be something strange about your life. Uh, and may it still be the mind of the Lord. Uh, yes. I said, let there be something strange about yes. you. And let it be still the mind yes. of the Lord. Uh, if you can hear the sound of my voice, yeah, be on your feet yeah, and shout assessing the mind of God. Assessing the mind of God. He said, my mind are not your mind. Huh? And listen, there are things when you say it, it's the truth. But it's hard. How do pastors claim because of big church? They know one to hundred about God. And yet their own children they gave birth to will do a lot of strange things they never saw. You don't know your own child you gave birth to, but you know God from top to down. It's a question for the pastors to answer. There is a lot of secret with their children and today they don't know it because they haven't told them. But they said if they don't approve of something, it doesn't, it's not the mind of God. Kadapa higher. No pastor know the mind of God 100%. In part, we see. In part, not in full. And it involves every big pastor. May the Lord reveal his mind towards your life. Amen. I declare the word of the Lord over your life. May you accept the mind of the Lord. Mayakuda Bahaya. 
may God may the Lord review his purpose wa, to your life wa. Kadaba suda bahaya. For what man knows that for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man except the spirit not the mind of the mind. So you can be whoever you are in the kingdom of God. And yet your mind is far away from the mind of God. And our dangerous disaster as a church, the body of Christ, is the way we are, we are assessing success. Immediately a pastor gets big church and gets big money. Then the pastor is after God's own heart. What is, what is the evidence? The big church and the big car is the evidence that they are after God's heart. And then all of us will run there because we like what we see there. My God and my God. Then let me ask a question. Are they not secular musicians in Ghana who have crowd following them? Are they not some of them? And who are bigger than the big pastors? So are they after God's heart? Because they have big crowd following them and they have big cars. We are getting everything wrong according to the flesh. Everything about the church is flesh. And all of us are doing that. When we say the African political leaders, they are parents and they want to stay in power forever. What do we do different from church? Because it's politics, and we put Bible on ours. Ours is God. Ds is the devil. What is the difference between the political leadership and the church leadership? Is it not for life? And after for life, what are we seeing today? Is it not our children coming to sit on the on the senior pastor's head, and all the senior pastors who were there in the church before that child was born? They come under that chart. And that one is for God. And politicians who stay in power forever is for the devil. Why are we using the Bible to read meaning to every canality? And we are reading Bible to it. When a gospel singer is drinking up at the same, and he comes with a song, it's God's song. And when somebody who doesn't go to church also comes with a song, and he may not be drinking up at the same, that is the devil's song. Yeah. Because we put God's name on it. The musician is drinking and smoking on top of it and yet it still be belongs to God. And somebody may be with a pure heart and go and sing about love and he didn't add God's name to the love and immediately the song belongs to the devil. Kadabahaya. So listen, all of us 
We need to go back, including myself, to access the mind of God. Why? If God is the one that has to choose a leader after the leader, God may choose a washer at the gate to be the next leader after the general overseer and the founder. So we are doing our own things, not the mind of God. And we are putting Bible on top of it. Assessing God's mind. Nobody knows the things of anybody except the spirit of the person. So no pastor, no archbishop know anything about God except the spirit of God. And there is a time God can speak direct to you and the man of God can oppose it. And yet, he claimed to be in the spirit. And you still realize God told me this. And the man of God is telling me this. And yet they want to force you to take their voice against the voice of God. And I give you a typical thing. I'm uh, preaching. So you brought me to preach. And you didn't give me any red light that don't go here, don't go there. Listen. Everybody listen. Everybody understand it. I am not a product of Bible school. I am a product of practicality. I have come through the practical way to be a pastor, not the theological way of becoming a pastor. When we were in the church and I was a prayer tower, we were sleeping in the church. And then in the spirit, I wasn't a pastor. I was a prayer tower guy who was sleeping in the church. That is why I said, if I was supposed to be a politician, I am a grassroots politician. From the scratch to where I'm standing, crossing every border one after the other. No theological anything. Yeah. And by the special grace of God, the English you hear me speak, it was given to me in the church through the spirit. I didn't start with this. So when you talk about the mind of God, I've seen some. And the language I speak is part of the mind of God for my life. And that is why he added it to me. Why I couldn't have it in the school. He came after school and gave me this language so that his mind for me will still come to pass. And, and on that note, I declare any disadvantage around your life which will make the mind of God impossible, may the Lord remove that impossibility Amen. so that His mind for you will still come to pass. Amen. So we were in the church, and like I told you. I couldn't speak English. And if I had a place to sleep, I would not be sleeping inside of the church. So it was bad like that. Uh -huh. And when things are bad, you may receive bad prophecies. Uh -huh. So when you are coming to church and a, and a guest pastor is coming, dress well. Because your dressing can attract you prophecy you don't like. Uh-huh. Have you seen any prophet mentioning witchcraft on a person dressed with a, a suit and a tie? 
And the truth of the matter is that sometimes the prophet can hear clearly from God about you. And when the prophet comes from the spirit and look at the way you are standing there, the prophet will be tempted to change the prophecy. Because he will ask himself, when will this prophecy happen with this kind of look? So if it's bad like anything, put, you, put on your best. So that what the prophet will see, looking at you, you have some faith to tell you. Kadaba zudaba kadaba haya. So listen, we were there. It was bad like that, sleeping on the benches. And then I had a vision, and the vision is the mind of God. And I saw myself with a particular church leader in a particular environment at Kumasi. And I wasn't in that church. But I saw myself as one of junior pastors of that church. And I didn't have any connection with the pastor. And where I saw myself with him was in the place that his church was located. So it was a complicated thing. And then I kept the vision. And I was still serving God, sweeping the church, sleeping on the benches. And then with time, I passed that location one time. And I saw the pastor relocating from where he used to be and has come to the exact location I saw myself with him. And then at that point, it was the mind of God for me to move from where I was to join him. That is the mind of God we talk about when it comes to individuals. No prophet gave me prophecy. The spirit helped me assess his mind for my life through the spirit. And then I, I realized this is the time to move on. And it was a big church. And there were a lot of boys, my friends, everything, prayer tower, we were more than 30, 40, only in the prayer tower. And when the spirit tell only you to move to a place you don't know anybody, the flesh will tell you to ask a lot of questions. And then, so I went to my senior pastor and I said, the Lord told me to move on to that church. And he asked me, which church? And I, I, I just told him. And he said, are you sure it's the mind of God for you? And I said, why? He said, that pastor, he can't preach well. He can't preach well. He is not a man into the word of God. And if you go there, you can't grow well as a prayer tower to becoming a pastor. And then he said, all your friends in the prayer tower will grow better than you in the future to come. And I said, but the spirit showed me. I saw the vision clear. So I have to go there. And then he said, but you have seen all the pastors here. They go and they don't make it. And they, all of them come here. You see them every day. And we give them five, five CD, 10, 10 CD. I said, yeah, I see them. He said, if pastors can't make it, leaving this church, how do you dare to think as a prayer tower, who is not even a pastor, to do go the same route and think you can make it? And I said, Papa, some are pastors, but God did not call them. It's a title. And some are not called pastors, but God has called them. Please, we are talking.
talking about the mind of God. And the Spirit of God is the only one that searches for the deep things of God. And not any pastor or titan. So if you don't learn this, you will miss God forever. Because the Spirit can point you a direction. And the great man of God's voice will point you opposite direction. And because you don't know the Spirit, you take the voice of a human being against the voice of the Spirit. And then your future is disastrous. You have the backing of God. When is the one who sent you? If it's not the one who told you to go in that direction, you are of your own. And that is very dangerous. Because Moses told Joshua, he said, the Lord shall go before you. Why would the Lord go before anybody or before any church? It's when the Lord is the one who directed the church to go in that direction. Kadapa higher. So listen. If God has not brought our church here and we just surveyed the area and said this area is good. When you bring a church here, it can grow quick. Then you can have churches which have died right here before. Yeah, we survey places and say church will be good for here. And sometimes you go there and you get the biggest surprise of your life. Nothing works. You saw where you came to, Tantra Hills. Our father called it Bogatanga. He said, so you are not in Accra. And you are, you are, you are, the road to the place is a narrow way. And I remember when we started the church, we were making a lot of noise. And then a woman came there and said, I was off why you are crying. The day I am America and now landing. But for your information, one so many Tantra. So Yeah, he said it doesn't work here. So you are in a wrong place. And there are pastors who have houses and places there. They don't do church, they give it to other churches to do church because church cannot flourish in Tantra Hills. But when the Lord is the one that said, Go there, what happens? And at the same time, Whatever will ever happen will happen for the first time with another person and with somebody. So whatever will happen, it will happen for a first time. And it will happen through a human being. So if it hasn't happened before, who is the one God is going to use to make it happen for the first time? Maya Gadaba. Come on. May the Lord use you to do something for the first time. Amen. When their family is poor, who is the person God is going to use to bring money for the first time to the family? If, if it's ever going to happen, who is the one God is going to use for it to happen? It must be somebody and it must happen for the first time. So when they say it has never happened, then it's bound to happen for the first time. 
I don't know either you are here or you left here. I pray every impossibility around your life. May the Lord make it happen for the first time. Scares us when we are told the history. We are finished. Okay. They will tell you this and that happened. This and that happened. At Agriza, when we went there, <laughs> uh, my wife's sister, he came there to visit the junior staff. I said, Hey, what's up for hands? What do you have? I say, So for typical this tribe area, and they are how. And he cited a lot of way. Was it so full beef in the Nigeria by? They come the day no no sister instrument to call here. Ah, so full beef so Madame Bisu and then the share war. Was it me so so full beef between them? If you are betting, sorry. They come the day now. Walk or could refuse to walk around me. And I so full. What be do ha? Hey, I had the answer sorry sir. But we have been there for four and a half years. And the same woman keep to. Telling my brother, he says something is with your brother. I have seen pastors coming here, but since he came here, I've seen people coming and going and coming and going. And there is something with your brother. If it will ever happen, it will happen through a person. If it will ever happen, it will happen through a person. And if it will ever happen, there will be a first time. So when you become afraid of the past history, then it's never going to happen for the first time. Kadaba sudaba haya, redebo ziataya. Please take your seat. And listen. So I preach the Bible and I preach my experience towards when you are. Apostle and Bishop came to me and we're talking. I saw a lot of things. Just we're just talking. And I realized a lot of things. Listen. When my father told me that, he said, the pastors go and they come miserable. You see them and we give them five, five cities. And you, you are a prayer tower. Why are you thinking about that? Doing what the pastors can do. And I said, the spirit review the mind of God to me and uh, if I'm if I'm going to be a pastor I'm going to be a pastor on the ticket of Jesus and he must be the one to tell me what to do if you employ a worker who tells who what to do you have to tell the worker why you employ him so when the worker comes and tell you I don't want to do what you called me and employed me to come and do. Then what is the essence of the person in that particular place? So if we say God called us, then God is our employer. And he must be the one to tell us what to do. When we tell our house help what to do, then God tells us the same thing. And we must get it right. And he said, are you sure? He said, are you sure? I said, yes. The God's mind, assessing God's mind, is not simple like the highway, motorway. 
you can be in the mind of God and still doubt yourself. <laughs> and then he said, are you sure God said you should leave? I said, yes. He said, okay. If you said the spirit said it, go. And he said, you know, everybody goes and come on. I said, okay. So I went there. Listen carefully. When I went there, then the pastor, he was looking for a junior pastor to add it to his pastors. And I went there and they said they would add me. And uh, strangely, a full-grown man came and had personality. So when he, the leader is going and is following, it adds to something. Than a young guy with no personality and you are following him. And then they chose the guy against me and said I should go back to my former church. And me too, I told my senior pastor, God showed me. <laughs> hey! What a shock! And then you start asking, did I see the thing well? <laughs> did God tell me this? They said, go back to your former church. And my, my pastor told me, I'm here. You come back. So my, my, my father's, my pastor's prophecy had happened. He said, go back. And he told me, you see, everybody goes and come back. And I was going to be added to the list. And then all of a sudden, I said, no, I saw this thing. Nobody said it. I saw it. So if that is the case, I have stopped being a pastor, junior pastor here. I want to be a church member and still stay here because God directed me to come here. And they say, if you want to be a church member, no problem. We want people. So I joined them. So I was not on the ticket of the church. I was just a member. Listen well. They're assessing the mind of God. And then I'll go early and help the washers. We sweep the church. And we used to put the chairs and everything in different place. So we'll go and come and arrange them. And we just have everything and we'll go and come back to church. And I'll help the washers to catch the people. And after church, I go home. And nobody was minding me. And when the junior person realized I'm dying, when they give them tokens, they take some coins, coins from this and they give it to me. Because they were hustling, but my case was special one. They could tell I was dying. To a point that my, my landlord, my landlord, he, he watched me and he realized I had a problem. So I was sick. And I was not sending anybody to go and buy medicine for me. And nobody was going to buy food also and bringing it to me. So the man was asking, ah, you are sick. You are not going out. You are not sending anybody for medicine and food. So how are you treating yourself? So maybe they discuss. And they say, let's go and tempt him with food. Either he has a food problem or... And they brought me a food. And I thank God for his visitation. And then when I was staying with my father, he advised me and said, when you go to any place and they give you food for the first time, try to finish all so that the next one, they will add something to it. Yeah. He said, if you leave something, the next one, they will reduce it. 
and maybe you did that because of shy matter you could have finished the food and then they'll bring you something small and you may not have money to top up so when they brought it i thank god i eat everything i ate everything i ate everything and clean the bowl and send it back to them and thank them and then they realize i was having a problem that is why the sickness was not going and from that day they started giving me food but listen we said we are assessing the mind of god and the man of god took me to that misery now i can't have food to eat and yet i was in the mind of god so saying assessing the man of god is not the mamoto way where everything happened the way you expected said go there you'll be a junior pastor and now I am a church member did God lie and I was a church member there so when they come the pastors will sit like this and I sit like that and that is why my experience has taught me sitting arrangement in church matters nothing And we were there. And we were there. For some time, the exact man they replaced me with. He came to church. He never came back again. They did everything. And they didn't come. And the vacancy came back. And I was still right there. There was no vacancy. But there was a human being ready for the vacancy. So when he came back, he looked for everybody. And nobody was there except me. And they said, do you still want it? And I said, yeah. <laughs> but if, if it happens to be today, you'll be angry. You took somebody and he disappointed you. And now you are coming to call me. But before they would call me back, I knew it was the will of God for my life. So I didn't get angry. No complaint. Nothing. I was just there. They took me, replaced the guy. And for your information, he's the same church God used to brought me to Akara here. Assessing the mind of God. So if I had been offended and left, I may be a miserable pastor somewhere today. And blaming God for everything. And God will be blaming me also for everything. And said, you are not where I called you to be. And so therefore, I cannot surprise you by doing what I haven't called you to do. Yeah. And I was there. They took me. And I was there. And through the same church, the Spirit directed me to go. God brought me to Accra here. No family member knew how I came to Accra. It was the mind of God. How did I assess it? Through vision. The Spirit showed me and I was praying with another pastor in another environment and I knew God was directing me to that church. And that is where I stand today. To that one direction from the Spirit. It's where I stand today. Mayakuda Bahaya. 
And my time is finished. We are coming to pray. We have the next one hour. We are coming to pray. Listen. And one of the things concerning the mind of God, when we make it theory, theory, you can get confused. But when we tell you practical things, you can also understand. So, my uncle, the one next to my mother, one father, one mother, is a pastor. He's still a pastor today. And then when I was in the church, I would go to his house every evening so that I eat there. And then I go to the church. And he too was a pastor. And then one day he said, Kwame, I said, Ofa. He said, I'm going to be a pastor. He said, I'm going to be a pastor. At the same time, I And I had a sorrowful I think it was a writing. Yeah. And then I said, okay, Ofa, let me pray to assess the mind of God concerning ministry. And why he called me. Either is to follow you, or there is another destination different from your destiny. And he said, No problem. So why a request, Papa? So when you tell a pastor you are going to pray, <laughs> it's a good thing. He said, Go and pray. And then I came in the church. I was sleeping in the church. That was where we were sleeping. Listen, may I continue? So I tell people, say, Because and yet, you can't sleep anywhere. On weekends, the boys will go and visit different family members and come. And I don't visit anybody. I stay there. Nowhere to go. So, I came to the church after my uncle's request. The mind of God. And I was sleeping on the benches. And I had a vision. And I saw myself going in a particular path road. And then I saw another person coming from top down. And I was going from the down to the top. And then we passed like that. And behind me, I heard, don't go to where you are going. I didn't see the face, but it was a human being. He just passed. And behind me, he said, don't go to where you are going. And where was I going? To follow my uncle. One mother, one father. And I woke up and I said, hey, asama to me. But the spirit that searches the deep, deep things of God and know where the mind of Christ said, Don't go and follow your uncle. So I couldn't, I was like Samuel, I couldn't tell my uncle after the vision. I just kept it because I knew he would not like it. And I was there, and he asked me, Kwame, what about the prayer? Are you not finished praying? I said, in fact, I finished it. He said, so why are you not telling me? And I said, the Lord said, I, should, I shouldn't come and follow you. He said, what? And I said, the Lord said, I shouldn't come and follow you. 
And then he said, What's on our rear? That was the exact word. When the guy said, Hey, Kwame, what's that thing you're meaning? The minimum. Prayer tower, what's that thing you're meaning? And what the two of us said, So what's on our rear? What's that thing you're meaning? To operate. Yes, and you're the corner of us that you're the corner Listen. So when you are talking about the man of God, it's not a joke thing. And from that day, I couldn't go to my uncle's house again. And there was no food, nothing. And every day was finished. And I was there. I was suffering. And the church wasn't supporting because we were plenty boys. So it's like here is in prayer There was nothing like church supporting anything. It was supporting the junior pastors, not the prayer towers. So I realized I was dying. And yet I heard the voice and I saw the person who passed me and said, Don't go to where you are going. So I knew it. I heard it. And then I was dying. And there was a kenke seller on top of the church. And I said, for me to die quietly like that here, why don't I go and try my faith with the kenke seller? If she can trust me. Because I can't die here like that. I'm a young man. So I went there and said, Ma, please, I'm suffering. Can you borrow me some kenke? And my mother will send me money. I'll come and pay. I said, hey, Yeah. And I was there. Then you look at my face, yeah. He said, ah, when you my community. And then he gave me the cake and said, How much of fish do you want me to add? And I said, Ma, make another dozen. I don't want my debt to go high. I said, Oh, I could what? And you are talking about 23, 22 years ago. Yeah. I started following God fully 23 years now. And that is why you see me young and still our church is 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like that. God told me don't go, but he didn't give me kenke. So if you are saying the man of God, it will put you into a lot of trouble. And you must get prepared for that. It doesn't make sense at the beginning. So he said, the vision shall speak at the end and not at the beginning. I thought you were going to crap. So therefore I tell the church that every mind of God doesn't make sense at the beginning. Always speak 
at the end. So if you don't have the patience and the ability to wait when you assess the mind of God, you doubt yourself and you throw it away because you will think it wasn't the mind of God. If it was the mind of God, it would not look like this. Kadaba sudaba. And I was there. The food is gone. I did not ask my mom to give me a fight. Well, I soon said, one enemy did not have a dash. Everybody went. Fiji Bodo. He didn't mind me. No answer, no response. Papa, I'm not going to be able to get a Jesus. And then I heard in my spirit just now and the spirit said stop seeking re-address from God. What he told you is all and run with that one. I don't know the one God spoke to but he said stop repeating prayer over this thing. What I told you and showed you is the same thing. I have nothing to tell you again. Mayada kabada bahaya. Mayado shede bohoshaya. Yeah. We are seeking re-address where God must repeat himself and himself over and over over one thing. So that we can be sure. Kadabahaya. And stop quoting Gideon. When God repeated himself over and over, where and where do you see him repeating himself? Kadaba Sudabahaya. God is a busy God. He cannot take too much time for you to get along. You must grow to be mature and get along with signs and symbols from God to you. And you are moving. Kadabahaya. Hey, my uncle is still a pastor, but he has no business in Accra, Ghana. He's still at Kumasi. But the voice that told me, don't go and follow your uncle. The voice is the one that brought me to Accra. And now my destiny and my uncle's destiny have no connection. He is doing his thing. And God is using me to do my thing. And by the special grace of God, the voice that appeared and said, don't go. What he has done through me, my uncle having done quarter of it as we speak today. But you heard me right. I haven't seen that personality again today. No repetition. It was one vision. And it was all. Kadabaha. Alison, assessing the man of God. When you talk about mind of God, you are talking about pure supernatural. Pure supernatural. Kadaba sudaba haya. Pure supernatural. Likado zimra antosiataya. Mandabo hoshaya. My God and my God. When the Lord will be the one to direct you, and some of the instruction will be difficult for consumption. And when you discuss with another person, they are not going to help you get along. Because what you were told doesn't make sense 
as long as human beings are concerned. So I have told you two, two minds of God that has brought me here. One, he said, go and follow that pastor. And everybody here, listen, God doesn't write essay in terms of assessing his mind. He doesn't write essay to say, your name is this. You come from here. I will take you to Accra and then I'll be with you and take you to Tantra Hill. And from there, I will... God doesn't speak like that. He will speak a simple word. Eddie. Leave your father's house. And if you stand there asking to where, which country, which address, you will be there forever. is leave. So, what is it that sustains us in our work with God? It's our faith. Why? The righteous shall live by what? And the word live also is means the word survive. The righteous shall survive by his or her faith. The just is the word righteous. Just is the word righteous. And when you are righteous, why do you still need something to survive with God? The righteousness must be all in all. And when you come into righteousness, it must be everything. But God said, even the righteous, he will need another thing to survive with me. Why? A lot of things that I will bring his way, his mind can never absorb it. It will only take faith for the righteous to survive. So as long as we are walking with God, God will be coming with some strange, strange, strange instructions. And sometimes you only hear something small. The small, still voice. The still, small voice. The small one. And you want it to become louder. And forever, it will be the same small, still voice. And if you don't keep moving, Stand at one place till you waste your life. Ah, and Obi, I have your journey. Eh, me pacha Obi, I ni se di nyami ayi ni huwe di achereno. When it come to, eh, you are the preaching. Me preaching ni ane move ayo. I will say me preaching. Assess, assessing God's mind. Two peno. Eh, ya kakrakasa. Come the other one. Sene kahwa. Listen. God's mind for Saul, Paul, Saul, who became Paul. It happened through lightning and voice. But how about God's mind for Moses? It happened through fire and voice. No similarity. And then the way these two people are going to operate and know God is never going to be the same. Why? Other one saw light and the other one saw fire. And how they know God will never relate. And yet they are all within the mind of God. I feel like preaching. So, when you assess God's mind, there will be deposit inside of your heart. And that becomes your driving force. And how you know God as a person. You are going nowhere. 
and mistakenly. That is the trend of ministry today. Who do you know? Which great pastor are you associating with? And yet, you see them. When they see them, they are, they, are, they are kneeling on the floor. They are rolling on the floor. But when they leave them, they don't know God. They go and smoke, chase women, live by hard life. And they have turned the man of God as their God. When they see them, they behave. When they leave their presence, they fool around with God. Because they don't know God. They know a, a man of God. But you must have your ministry inside of you before you come across any great pastor. And you may listen to them preaching and how God is working with them is not how God is working with you. And if you jump from your lane, it's like athletics. If you jump from your lane to their lane, they will still be relevant and important as they are. And you depreciate in everything. And yet you are doing everything they are doing. Because God didn't put you in that lane. He put you in your lane. Because you want their lane. You jump from your lane to their lane. And the thing is responding to them. And not you. When you work. In a place or an institution. They don't pay you and your wife and your children. They pay you. It's you they employ. Whatever, however you manage what they give you with your family, they don't care. So if God give people responsibility, it's them that God know. Not you who goes to follow them. So every provision is limited to them and not the followers. Hey, you called me to come and preach, yo. I mean, you know, I preach practical things, you. And when you look at my face, you don't know what you don't know what I do on daily basis. And I've heard a lot of powerful men preaching, and yet I don't change what I know and what I'm used to, and what has brought me to this place. God did not bring me here to change what I know to adopt what I don't know. When they preach, their churches grow. But when we don't cast out demons, our churches die. Why? He called us for different purposes. Kadaba Sudaba Haya. So everybody here must have a ministry. You understand something between you and God. That is your foundation, that is your strength. When you assess the mind of God, there will be a deposit in your heart. You understand that thing better than every human being. Moses met him as Imfunenini shepherd. But what happened? Within one day, he turned to become the greatest prophet in the Old Testament. It was something that came from God and entered him. And instantly, he became another person. Saul met Jesus one day. And he became the greatest preacher in the New Testament. What happened? Something came from Jesus and entered him. And that became his foundation for the rest of his ministry. And he never changed it to left or right. He maintained it. Mayagapahaya. Huh? So you bring a pastor here. 
and he preached another way. And the next Sunday, you are preaching like the pastor. You don't know where you are going. Be on your feet. You don't know where you are going. Listen. Everybody listen. We were going to church at Agreza. Today's two weeks, last two weeks. And I was going with my little girl, Rama. And we got to the Fiesta traffic light. And all the cars are sparked from every angle. And I told her, I said, Rama, have you seen all the cars? He said, yes. And I said, every one of them has a destination. And you see some powerful, powerful cars in the traffic. And you see some wretched trotro and things also in the traffic. But no trotro driver will change the direction he's going because he has met a powerful car and going to the destination of the powerful car. The trotro has a destination before he met the powerful car. And the trotro must maintain the destination and allow the powerful car to go. And one day, the trotro also can bring something beautiful. If we all do the same, what happened to I do a new thing? What happened to that scripture that says, I do a new thing and the old days are passed away. May you maintain where you are going and may the Lord use you to do a new thing and may the Lord use you to introduce a new thing. If all, if all of us preach the same, who will bring a new method of preaching? It means God will have no opportunity to do a new thing again. Kadaba higher. So, assessing God's mind can point you from where the people are going and you see yourself and you are alone. And God said, I want to start a new thing. That's right. And a new thing must go with a new formula and everything new. Amen. Not similar to the things I have done already. And it will be a strange thing. So, if you are here, the Spirit is what will help you assess the mind of God. Amen. And your love for God is what will make you make impact with the mind of God. Amen. When you love God, the mind of God you assess it will help you make impact for your life and for your generation. But when you assess the mind of God and you don't love God, you cannot make much impact. And yet you are still within the mind of God. But you don't love him, so he don't give you much supply. God is our supplier. And I've told you, you may see me young, but I have how God called me. And I don't know anything apart from that, though it's a difficult one. I didn't have a for any apple. I got to tell me this. Kaso Prahaya. Mayada Siataya. And listen, everybody, listen. It's a serious thing. How God called me is this. I was born a Muslim. I was born a Muslim. Not I became a Muslim. I was born into it. I didn't choose it. I was born into it direct. 
And my mother has warned me. He said, when you come to our hometown, everybody will be calling you with the name we all call you in this village. And don't get angry. And I said, I will not get angry because it was my name. Everybody knows me in my hometown with my Muslim name today. And when I hit there, you start hearing the name everywhere. And then, so I came to Accra and I felt sick. And I went to be possible. That is where my father comes from. And then they said there is a prayer meeting, prayer camp. So we should go there for the pastor to pray. I said, I will not go. And they told me, I can take my Buddha, the one they used to pour water in and do their salah. I can take my Buddha there and they will allow me to do my salah within the prayer camp. And I said, if that is the case, then I'll go. So I went to the church with my Buddha. Because I was born a Muslim. And when I went there, the man of God said, you, where do you go to church? I said, I'm a Muslim. And he said, I'm not saying Muslim is a bad thing. But you, God has called you. And I said, I'm going to and so don't worry, stay. So listen, the man of God. So we were there. As a Muslim, I've been, been to church before. And it was a jura. Who knows a jura? As Antiman Pojura. A jura. And then the man have went to the bush and formed his prayer camp in the bush, far away from a jura city. The ends of Ghana is where God got me born again. The ends of Ghana. No Kumasi or Accra. So I'm not a Accra preacher. And we were there. And we, we were doing the church under a mango tree. There was no electricity in the prayer camp. No drums, nothing. We come and they have this guangu, guangu, guangu. That is all. No organ. No speaker. No one microphone there. So if you find yourself in a place like that, you are finished. No microphone. No jetai. No screen. Nothing. From A to Z, it's manpower, and the church is under a mango tree. So the church is a mango tree, and that is all. And they have done mad houses. We use our leg to, to, to miss the, the mountain. And when it rains like this, and anything drops in your shirt, you have to throw it away. No soap can make it go. And that is a serious matter. It, we were finished. And then we were doing church like this under the mango tree. And a man came there. So he spoke with the senior pastor. And then we realized he was the one who was preaching. And when he was preaching like this, he called me. He said, the guy with the green green under the mango tree, they come. And I went there. And he said, you, Jesus is calling you far away from Kumasi and Accra. In the place there was no electricity or microphone. No microphone. He said, Jesus is calling you. And I said, how? And he said, listen, it wasn't any glorious prophecy. He said, Jesus is calling you. I saw you carrying your cross. My first prophecy was cross prophecy. I saw Jesus carrying his cross. And you were also carrying your cross and following Jesus. And Jesus said, at young age like this, you work for him, not when you grow. It starts from now. And you are carrying your cross, and the cross is suffering. 
I have my personal experience by the spirit that came from heaven and entered me. And where it has brought me. So, how do you want me to change it and adopt your star today? Why I have seen a lot of results. So, a pastor must know his calling first before he follow anybody. Or ask God didn't call you. Huh? And ask everybody. Opening, it's not what you think you. Every week, I have a prayer of 13 hours every week, non-stop. I start from one day and I end the prayer in the next day. That is only one, one version of prayer. And I was a prayer tower. And today, I still do prayer tower with my wife. Why? That is how I started it. And me being the general overseer, I'm still the prayer tower. Because that is what I know. And that is what has produced me. My God. I haven't changed the name. I still call it prayer tower. So in every week, I am one pastor. I pastor two churches. And we are coming from our new church we are building. All of them went there. It's the four-story church building. We bought the land 300,000 Ghana City. Huh? So why do you tell me to change it? It may not work for you because he didn't call you into that. We have married about 13 years. I have never called my wife to join me in that deaf kind of prayer before, not even once. So if you are a pastor, there are things you don't push your wife into it. In certain things, the men must be men to confront the situation without the woman. Pray 13 hours non-stop. Calculate when you are praying 13 hours, when you start and when you finish. Calculate. Do you stand for 13 hours or you sit for 13 hours? My wife asked me. My wife asked me, you see how everybody and every pastor pray. And I said, You don't understand. Is it every pastor God brings to Tantra Hill? Where I am located, no pastor has made it in that environment before. And by the grace of God, from that environment, we are building four-story building. And, and the place, maybe apart from the ties, it's like this place. We have we have plastered everything, windows from down to top. We have done 300,000 POP and today we went there. And when you see the lighting, it's like America. We went there to come here. So don't let my age deceive you through the message of God and assessing the mind of God. You see me young like that, we have done many things by the grace of God. Huh? And that is the truth. Why? There is a spirit in me. It gives me direction. 
and I don't follow others. I follow people, but I understand my calling, so I don't jump into their callings. You, you saw where you came. It has more than 10 rooms. There. No human being sleeping in. But I used to sleep on the benches. Yeah. We can come to that place two years and we haven't gone to our house before. Because the place is plenty rooms, plenty kitchens, plenty everything. And driving through the traffic and go and come. Yeah. So through this small house, you see, God has done a lot of buildings. Why? God gave me opportunity to access his mind. And that is the secret of what we are doing. It's difficult. Can you pray for 13 hours non-stop? And you set time on it. Gadaba, 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 gadaba. You check time and it's 30 minutes. So please, it's not an easy. But that is what you called me to do. As much as it's difficult, I am trying to do it every day. It's not an easy matter. I'm fasting, standing here, and I've done one week program. It's about two years I haven't invited any pastor. And by the grace of God, any pastor in Ghana want to invite will come. Not two ways. But I move. And that is what has helped me move faster. Why? If I stand there. You were there. Lebanon. We are doing a program. This week. They come, the anniversary. The spirit told me to pray for a guy. Took his phone and prayed. I prayed for him. Tuesday. Wednesday they gave him 1.5 billion. Lebanon. Yeah. He's there. So when I stand there, the results that church will get, it tells me I must be the face to run things and put a lot of infrastructure. So two years, no invitation. And if you like, go to social media and watch our anniversary. You'll be surprised. But nobody came there. Two years, no invitation. And when I stand, what happens? Serious, more than waste. Wait, so... And that is why we put resources together. Also for our name. Because sometimes we buy a fresh programs. I'm an friend from hey, what's up for you? And that is your joy. And you are not putting any resources together. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministry.